Hi, this is Claire from Come Back Brighter. You're listening to my podcast about healing after narcissistic abuse. Welcome. Hi, it's Claire from Come Back Brighter here. Now, I had quite a big realisation yesterday. Um, I, I can't remember what it was. I think I was listening to a podcast. And... And it's pretty basic, but I really wanted to share it with you. So, so this is what I realized. I realized that when you have a narcissistic parent, or it could be a partner, we invest so much of our energy in the hope that they can be a good parent or a good partner. And and what they do is they kind of sell us a dream that they can be this uh, good parent or this good partner. And and unfortunately, we believe it. Um, and and that's what keeps us kind of um, like hooked in with them, kind of still involved with them, is the hope that they can be the the parent or the partner that we think that they can be or we hope that they can be rather than the reality. Um, and occasionally they will, like I say, pretend to be uh, what we want. And it's all an act. It's all an act just to keep you involved. Because if they were their true vile selves all the time, then nobody would be involved with them. And and if your parent or partner was their true vile selves, you wouldn't have anything to do with them. So it's only that hope that keeps us involved with them. So I was I was thinking about the kind of, uh, that hope and how kind of sad it is when when that hope dies and and for me that hope died uh, I mean with my dad I never had any hope I always knew he was an asshole <laughs> uh, but I had hoped that you know my mum wouldn't necessarily uh, go down that same pathway and this was right at the beginning before uh, I realized that uh I think that she's a covert narcissist. So, so I was actually no contact with her for six months, but there was still, still hope. So every time, you know, for the first couple of years or so, she would still send gifts, uh, mainly for my son and what have you through the post. And every time I got a card or something from her, I would rip it open, hoping that there was a special message in there or something of, of some real significance that would make me, uh, make me feel special, make me feel that she cared, um, or, or even some acknowledgement of, of what was happening and her wanting to put things right or talk to me about it. It never happened. So so, uh, so that hope died. And I, I, I even remember where I was stood. I just opened another letter from her and I thought, this is like torture. I'm torturing myself here in this hope and the problem is we invest so much in that hope, okay? We, we we don't actually really enjoy the relationship as it stands. We don't feel comfortable or happy or loved or supported or cared for. And, and, and a lot of our energy goes in that hope. So I was thinking, what happens to that hope when, when you give up hope, when you give up that hope for the relationship? And and what a waste! I I think hope is uh, <laughs> is is a strange one. Um, I think it's good 
but I do think it keeps us involved with the narcissistic parents for for a lot longer than than we would um, probably take otherwise. So I was thinking about all this energy that we invest in that hope. Um, and the thing is, you, you've got to know when you're ready to to let it go, when you're ready to let that hope die or fade or disappear, whatever you want to call it. Um, you've got to be ready. And you'll know when that is. You'll know when that is. It'll feel, you know, it, you'll feel sad and all the things, but you'll be you'll be ready to let it go. So. But I was thinking, what about, what if that hope that you had for your relationship with your parent, which has taken a disproportionate amount of your time and your energy and your thought processes and all the rest of it, what if you applied that same amount of hope to your future life? So I'm so much about um, it, it, it is so much easier said than done. I'm so much about shifting the focus, especially at the beginning of no contact from from your narcissistic parent to, you know, at the beginning, you're like you're desperate to find out that they definitely have got narcissistic personality disorder. You're spending hours researching um reading blogs, video, watching videos, articles on forums, all the rest of it, hours and hours and hours spent doing all that stuff. And, and I understand that's an important part of the healing process because I think we've all got to work out and we've all got to truly acknowledge that we have been abused, okay? That's really important. You have to, you have to go through that stage. However, You've all you already would have spent a disproportionate amount of your time and energy on your narcissistic parent, right? And this is consciously and subconsciously, okay? So whether or not you really realize it, they will have been instrumental or in in a lot of the decisions that you made as an adult, uh, and and a lot of the things that you did and the ways that you behaved and and all these things. So they take an awful lot of energy from you whilst you're in contact with them. And then if you go no contact, they take them an inordinate amount of time and energy as you're trying to to work out, as you're trying to validate yourself, I suppose, really, that they are uh, a narcissist or they have narcissistic personality disorder. And and really, um, that's important, like I said, but there has to come a point when you have to shift your energy and your focus from them to yourself. OK, and I say this a lot. I say this a lot. Thinking about them is a habit that we've formed. Them being on our mind subconsciously is another habit that we've formed for survival. But the but there has to come a point at which it's actually you're aware that it is a choice. And you can actually then, when you're aware that it's a choice, you can then choose to shift that energy from then to yourself. So what's this got to do with hope? Now, what I'm saying here and what I've realized is if we can shift the hope for our relationship with our narcissistic parent at the right time for us, let that go, let that hope dissipate but shift that same hope to our future lives for ourselves then that's got to be a really really good thing 
And especially at the beginning of no contact, when, when you feel like there is no hope. There is no hope. As you're going through the grieving process, if you can just try to just cling on to that hope that things will be better in the future, then that's got to keep you going. So it's a similar thing. It's about shifting. It's about shifting your focus. It's about shifting your attention and energy. Because I guarantee you that if you, if you spent the same amount of time and energy concentrating on healing, processing and healing after narcissistic abuse, and then creating your life, as you did on your parents, so as you did whilst you were still in contact and as you did post no contact, if you gave that same amount of time and energy into your life and shifting things, then things will move a lot quicker for you. They'll move a lot quicker for you. You will go through the processes of healing much, much quicker and work towards creating your life much, much quicker. And, and I really want you to understand that it is a habit. It is a habit. So as I've said in some of my vlogs, at the moment I'm looking at uh, patterns in my life, uh, things that have, you know, the same arguments I'm having with the same people over the same things with the same outcomes. And, and I'm getting fed up with it. I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not playing this game anymore. I've had, you know, probably a good 10, 15 years of the same discussion with my husband about my father's behavior every time we visited him. And nothing ever changed. The conversation never changed anything. Nothing changed. Nothing changed until I got pregnant and then he ramped up his vile behavior and, and until eventually I went no contact. But I just see that there's, there's so much. Your, your time and your energy and your focus is precious, okay? It really, really is precious. And if you can even shift just a little bit of that energy from them to yourself, you will benefit massively. And the more you can do that, the better. And the more you can understand that it's just habit. It's just habit. And it's, and it's built on the foundation of survival. That's why we focus on them so much. Even, even if we, you know, we haven't lived with our parents for 30 or 40 years, if you haven't worked through your abandonment issues from your childhood, you will still have them. Even if they've died, even if your parents have died, you will still have those issues to work through. So I invite you to just take a look and, and, and have a look, have a think about where your energy is best invested. Is it still in them or is it in you and your future? And, and where is it best to invest your precious hope is it still in them or are you ready to let that go 
and to put that hope for your future. I hope this helps you. If you've got any comments or questions, drop them below. Or if you want to contact me privately, feel, please feel free to email me, Claire, C-L-A-R-E, comebackbrighter at gmail.com. Take care. Bye.